This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, April 29th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Hey, sports fans, and no, I'm not talking the NFL, I'm talking croquet. Saturday was a spectacular day for croquet, if not a bit windy. It was the 37th annual Annapolis Cup, pitting the St. John's College Johnnies against the United States Naval Academy midshipmen. And despite what seemed to be a little bit lighter crowd than normal, the sold-out event did not fail to disappoint. The Johnnies were looking awfully colorful in their rainbow-striped blazers and shorts, and from what I understand, those blazers cost a cool $1,000 apiece. And the mids, of course, look sharp in their formal croquet uniforms, which is dictated by the U.S. Croquet Association. And while the Johnnies' uniforms change from year to year, some things do remain the same, and the Johnnies remain victorious, and they prevailed with another 4-1 to win, and that does bring their all-time record to 30 wins out of 37 matches since the Annapolis Cup started in 1983. And for those who don't know how the Annapolis Cup actually began, apparently the Commandant of Midshipmen was bragging to a St. John's senior that the Naval Academy could defeat them in any sport. And the Johnny came back to him and said, Game on, dude. How about croquet? And the Annapolis Cup was born. Speaking of the Naval Academy, they had some good stuff going on on Saturday as well. They had the qualifying rounds for the Special Olympics in track and field and also in swimming. Athletes from all across Maryland gathered on the Naval Academy, and it marks the 49th year that these pre-qualifying events have been held on the yard. More than 200 midshipmen at the Naval Academy volunteered, making this their largest outreach project in a single weekend. And the goal really is to encourage teamwork and community outreach. Competitors are hoping to gain qualifying times to move on to the state competition, which will take place this June up in Towson, and then, of course, qualifying there to national or international. Great job by the Midshipman Action Group at the Naval Academy. On Saturday, an 18-year-old man suffered life-threatening injuries after he was hit by a car on I-97 while trying to change his tire. It happened at about 8.30 a.m. on Saturday. The Anne Arundel County Fire Department was dispatched to a pedestrian accident. The man was transported to the University of Maryland Shock Trauma Center, and we do not have an update on his condition just yet. Friday afternoon, just before noon, at the intersection of Chesapeake Avenue and State Street in Eastport. Now, this is not a really big intersection, but the Annapolis Fire Department was called out for a accident with a rescue. One of the passengers was trapped inside the car. Now, what had happened is it was a T-bone or a broadside collision. And according to a police officer that we spoke to yesterday at the Blue Ribbon Project open house, she said that it appears that the woman who was operating the car, who was an elderly woman in her 80s, uh, looks like she failed to stop at the sign on State Street and entered Chesapeake Avenue. The truck obviously wasn't expecting that and hit her broadside. Both both drivers were transported to shock trauma in Baltimore, both with life-threatening injuries, and we do not have an update yet on the condition of either of them. In battle, Baltimore Mayor Catherine Pugh remains in office while out on medical leave, and we now know that there is zero legal mechanisms to remove her due to her illness or her incapacity to lead the city. I don't know why there is no mechanism in place. Did everybody forget about Sheila Dixon? I'm not quite sure. But there is no equivalent of the 25th Amendment under the Baltimore Charter. The governor is unable to remove the mayor, as he or she is able to do in other states. There is no impeachment. 
So we're kind of stuck with it. Pew's attorney, Stephen Silverman, told reporters on Thursday that she was not, quote, lucid enough and was too ill to make any decisions about her future. Of course, Governor Hogan has asked for her resignation, but has received no response on that. This comes after Pew's two homes, City Hall, as well as the nonprofits that she was associated with, were all raided by the FBI last week. What a mess up in Baltimore. My prediction on this whole thing is that she's laying the groundwork for some sort of an insanity defense in anticipation of criminal charges. And I'll take it one step further and say in the next election, you're going to see a charter change amendment on that ballot for sure. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. You don't know what's coming down the pike. Check out that first link in our show notes and find out all the ways you can connect with us. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that and recommend us to your friends and colleagues. That would be much appreciated. Now you've got to sit tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather and he's coming up in just a minute. But first, a message about MacMedics up in Severna Park. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMD Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, April 29th. Two more days left in April, and we're off to a chilly start today with 30s and 40s, and we'll only see highs later today in the low to mid-60s despite plenty of sunshine. But that cold snap will only last today as southerly winds will bring in warmer air on Tuesday as highs jump into the 80s with a very small chance of p.m. showers and thunderstorms across the region. Then it'll be great out again Wednesday with sunshine and temps near 80 plus degrees before high rain chances return for both Thursday and Friday with highs in the 70s and 80s. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. This is Sarah Koenig, host of the Serial Podcast. I'm coming to Annapolis, to Maryland Hall, on Friday, May 17th, for an onstage conversation about how we created Serial, how we make stories, well, how we make them good, and why they matter. I hope you'll come. For tickets, go to MarylandHall.org. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. 
and also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.